I'm Jack Gentry alongside my partner, Austin Huff. You can find us both on Twitter. I'm at Jack A. Gentry. He is at Austin Huff. Give us a follow. We are the Tighten Up Podcast. Follow the pod on Twitter, at Tighten Up Pod. On Instagram, follow us, at Tighten Up Podcast. We are under the A to Z Sports umbrella, so go give A to Z Sports a follow on all social media platforms. And look, Jack, I don't want to... I don't want to jinx it or anything, but we're expecting to have better technology this week than we did last week. Oh, please God. Yes. <laughs> this this is our first run through of this podcast. So if you're hearing my voice right now, that means we only had to record this week's episode once and it went smoothly straight to your ears. So I hope you guys enjoy it because this is so number 52. We have officially done a year of this podcast, Jack. Wow, it's our anniversary. Yeah. Where are you taking me for dinner? Well, I figured uh, Jay Alexander's down there okay. in Cold Springs, maybe. Is that it's classy? That's not too much. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to take you like I'm not. I'm not going to take you like Kane Prime or anything. Like, yeah, uh, I wouldn't expect that out of you. I, I just don't. We, get we have that a bit kind of an of, edge to our relationship, don't we? We'd have to talk to Austin and Zach about that. About you know, bumping the stone. Or yeah, anything, maybe getting the company know. card for that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, we can write that <laughs> off. I think right because technically, it wouldn't be a date. It would just be a podcast meeting, right? Yeah, I think so. You strike me more of a Dave and Buster's guy, though. So, well, I would be cool we, with that. We'll go there for dessert. Bacon sure. ski ball, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let's get, see if we can win some tickets. <laughs> Play that Jurassic Park uh, game. Uh, all right. Now, <laughs> this is <laughs> um, we this week we have Uncle Mike Herndon on. We're bringing him back, guys. And it's, I didn't realize how long it had been since the last time we had him on, but he's back and he is better than ever. Uh, he's now with Broadway Sports, which he wasn't last time we had him on, which should tell you how long it's been. But uh, he is—he comes on and he answers literally everything that we throw his way. J.J. Watt covered it. Javian Clowney <laughs> covered it. Kyle Van Noy, you better believe we covered that. Uh, what about uh, who should be the next Titans PA announcer? Yep, covered it. So Mike covers it all, and he is the best, and we appreciate him for doing that. You guys are going to love our conversation with him. And then of course, Jack and I are going to give you our thoughts on J.J. Watt, and we're going to hit hit you with a Remember the Titan as we do every week. But before we get into all of that delicious funness, let's get a word now from Mill Creek Brewing Company. Mill Creek Brewing Company located at 2008B Johnson Industrial Boulevard out in Nolanville, Tennessee. I'm here to talk about the Fall Cornhole Classic again. We need to get as many people at this event as possible. Maybe it's like a mini, like a tough cornhole tournament. What it is, it's a 64-team double elimination cornhole tournament. $200 per team gets you entry into the event, event gift, a lunch, open bar, a door prize ticket, and silent auction access. Look, if you don't want to spend the $200, pay $25. $25 gets you a guest ticket where you get a lunch, open bar, and silent auction access as well. It's on March 20th. Registration and lunch is going to start at 11 a.m. out at Mill Creek Brewing Company in Nolensville, Tennessee. Tournament starts at 12. If you're good at cornhole, sign up. I'm going to be out there with my team. Going to kick all of your asses. Uh, but, but make sure to sign up. You can find the event uh, on Eventbrite if you search Mill Creek Brewing Company, Fall Cornhole Classic. Urge you to go do that as soon as you're done listening to this podcast. That sounds awesome. And you know what else sounds awesome? This podcast. So with that said, let's talk Titan. What is up, Flameheads? Welcome into the Titan Up Podcast. Today is March 
2021. What's up? Welcome back, March. Nice to see you again. Not. Uh, what, Guys, what could have been the most fun? Whoa, and wha- wh- hold up. What was the March hate about? Did, do, do you not remember last March? Yeah, last March sucked. It, just, it was the worst month, I think, in, in the history of months ever. But it just acted out one time. Well, sure, but all it takes is one time. You know, like O.J. Simpson only killed someone one time. Well, two times, but it was the same time. Two times, right. It was one time, yeah, but he killed multiple. Well, Well, that got dark fast. It did get pretty dark. I did not (laughs) expect to hit with an O.J. Simpson blast. Like five minutes. Welcome into the podcast. podcast. Yeah, hey, guys, welcome to the Tighten Up Podcast, where we talk double murderers, allegedly. (laughs) no, yeah, sorry. Why is your birthday in March? No, it was, it was February 26th. It just passed. That's I remember that. I remember yeah. that. I happy belated birthday. Oh my gosh, I did not know that, dude. I'm so sorry. I missed your birthday. Okay, I look, I wanted to keep it a secret. Is this the worst start to a podcast we've ever had? I, it's either the worst or the best, but it's <laughs> I don't know what it, which one it is. Hey, dude, I am a happy birthday, dude. Uh, hey, thanks. You share a birthday with Johnny Cash. That's right. Yeah, I do. But it's really my birthday. Jeff Fisher's is the day before mine. Okay. You, uh, Pisces, man. Stand up, young, Pisces. The youngest Hanson brother has the birthday uh, after mine, the day after mine. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, what could have been the most fun and wildest NFL free agency <laughs> is now over, and it ended in arguably the most anticlimactic way. Jack, I don't know about you, but when – okay, look, Monday was a roller coaster. And I didn't, my head was spinning on Monday because I see the field Yates tweet where he, he posts JJ Watts Peloton bio, which is a total field Yates move. Like I could, it is a field. It wasn't even JJ Watts Peloton bio. Was no, it? it well, And, but we didn't know that at the time. And like, first of all, a few things when it first dropped, I was like, Oh my gosh, he's, he's this is how he's going to announce like his new list. And it said, uh, SB 56, uh, GB, CLE and uh, BUF, but there was no TEN. There was no Titans. And I, uh, my heart sank and I was like, I was devastated. Then I saw his Peloton name, which was KJ Watt. It was KJ Watt, wasn't it? Yeah. Kilojoules is how they measure uh, your, your output on Peloton. I thought that was the most creative name ever. So I was like, I didn't know that. I thought it was just a guy named KJ Watt. And no, he was leading no. all of the football world on. No, so KJ, they they that's how like when you get your output on Peloton, uh, it's in K kilojoules or whatever. It's KJ, and it's <laughs> so I was. I like, want to know this. I don't have a Peloton. Sure, right. Neither do I. Neither do I. Uh, no, but that's <laughs> that's the most. That is the, the. I thought that was the greatest name ever. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. I I can forgive him for not like for eliminating the Titans from his list. But then he comes out and he tweets. That's, uh, I, I don't own a bike. Stop. I'm like, okay, we're back in business, baby. Titans are back in the fold. John Robinson, <laughs> do your thing. Go after the man. Go get, go get the, your man, JR. Didn't it feel good though? And then like, there was a period of time where it felt good. And yes, you're also like, well, I, I'm happy that we're back in the mix, but also this KJ Watt guy can go to hell. <laughs> Well, and that, and then, so then that's where my mind immediately went right after that. I'm glad you said that because then I'm thinking, who's this doofus that set up a fake Peloton account pretending he's JJ Watt? Like, it's one thing to like come up with like a, a fake Twitter account, you know, pretending to be JJ Watt, 
but like on Peloton, like if you're gonna if you're gonna make a fake uh, account on Peloton, make it like Danny DeVito, someone who's not in <laughs> shape. You know, don't don't go out pretending to be JJ Watt because then you're like you're gonna have to be super fit just to make people believe that you actually are JJ Watt. If you if you go and do a ride and you finish in like the bottom third of the ride. People are going to be like, what the hell? They're going to start that? asking questions. Right. They're going to be like, that's JJ Watt sucks at the Peloton. And then it's just, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I thought he'd be everyone. a lot faster. Yeah. And you're ousted a lot sooner than you, you were, but no. So, so yeah. So somewhere out there, there's a guy who's pretending to be JJ Watt and probably straining himself to do so just to stay at the just top keep of up appearances. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was telling my roommate, I was like, who also listens to this podcast? Shout out, shout out, Drew, my roommate. Drew, um, my guy, dude. I, dude, I, I know he's your roommate, but he's my guy. L- love you. Drew. Okay, that's perfect. Then he's gonna love this. But no, I was telling him I was like, this is probably the best day in KJ Watt's life. You know, he's got all this attention on Peloton. He 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 got off his jokes and look, he made everyone look like idiots. Yeah, but then it just it. It totally collapsed on KJ. The day completely took a turn. And uh, yeah, really, I mean, hashtag thoughts and prayers go out to AJ. Uh, yeah. Or I mean, KJ. KJ. KJ or, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're bringing in another, another uh, Watt. But no, there's enough Watt brothers for this world already. Right. But um, ultimate tag on Fox. Though. That whole day was just like, are we in or are we out? Are the Titans going to get him? Are the Titans out of the mix? Does he want to come here? You know, wh- what is he thinking? And then. So all of a sudden the day kind of flips upside down. Yeah. And I'm thinking in that moment, like when he says that I'm not on a bike, I'm like, okay, I think the Titans, cause I legitimately throughout this whole thing, like there was not a shadow of a doubt in my mind that the Titans weren't a top contender. It made too much sense. It made way too much sense. All of the signs, like all, like everything was pointing to the Titans, especially the most important one salary cap, which like 45 minutes after he sends out that tweet or however long it was, it was not very long at all. <laughs> I know this because I, I was working on a, uh, a Photoshop of a MySpace page, uh, fake JJ Watt <laughs> MySpace page where he was going to announce his teams in the top eight of his friends. Um, I wasn't even able to finish that Photoshop and I'm pretty quick at Photoshop. I like to, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I feel no, like I, I can, can get, I can, I'll vouch for that. I can, yeah, I can, I can throw one out like pretty quickly. And so it was not very long at all before JJ Watt just came out with it and just said, it just source me uh, and with him lame. himself in the, so in the lame. Cardinals. Yeah. Which is like, look, I get it. If you're like tired of like people guessing where you're going and, you know, trying to find these clues and, you know, first of all, don't be tweeting out stuff like mitochondria as the powerhouse of the cell, because you're only going to get that. It's only going to lead to the KJ Watts of the world to step up. But he he was like, okay, I want to be the one to drop my own news, which is fine. Cool, that's okay. Yeah, I, I but get do it. it right, man. That's it, the that's the thing. It's it, like, d- don't just kill the vibe on the same day that the vibe was even being set. You know, after the, you got to give the peloton. It's like it's like the twenty four hour news cycle. You know, wait until the next big thing happens. Don't you won't worry about the next or the, the last piece of news. You got to let that breathe. You got to let the Peloton rumors breathe a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this this free agency was supposed to be the most exciting of the offseason. Right. It, and, it really... and this is like the most NFL of moves, too, because if this and whatever you think about the NBA, whether you love it or hate it, whatever, the NBA offseason is arguably the most fun season. 
It is wild. I, I mean, you think back a couple of years ago when DeAndre Jordan was locked in his own house after everyone flew to He was in Dallas. a plane with Mark Cuban flying over the city of Dallas. I right. mean, that's awesome. It just and, and that was the emoji war, the great emoji war of 2015. Like, it was, it's just fun. There's so much fun and levity when it comes to the NBA offseason. And I thought we we're getting that here with J.J. Watt with his, with his Peloton stunt. But then he quickly squashes that. And then he quickly just squashes in his entire free agency. And he doesn't even choose the Titans, which is where, where it leads us in all of this. It's frustrating as a Titans fan because he, and I know people are kind of torn. Titans fans are kind of torn. It's like, well, his best days are behind him. He's older. He's injury prone, yada, yada, yada. Case in point is he would have made the Titans pass rush better. It doesn't matter his past, his age, anything. He would have made the Titans pass rush better. And just his name alone would have been good for at least like two Sunday night football games. <laughs> True. That's all, the most important thing. All eyes would have been like, you think about it. You have Derrick Henry, one of the best offensive players in the NFL on the offensive side of the ball. And then you have JJ Watt, who's arguably the biggest defensive name in football on the defensive side of the ball. Like that. I mean, it's him have, and Aaron Donald are the two biggest names. You can argue whether or not JJ Watt's, Still right. got it or not. Right. He, yeah. His name he's, carries enough weight. JJ's, you know, he's probably on on the way out from being that at that at the the pinnacle of the no NFL, of NFL defenses, but he's still a name and he's still one that turns head that's that everyone recognizes. He's a guy that people create fake Peloton accounts for. So I like that would have been a good move for the Titans. He could have learned a lot from Jadavian Clowney's free agency. Like Clowney at the time, he was a big name, not a J.J. Watt name. No. But yeah, he was a he, big name, kind of the same way. It's like, ah, will he produce? He's kind of had injury issues. Yeah, is exactly. He, is there enough bang for the buck there? But Jadavian Clowney at least took long enough to decide to kind of get like five or six teams' hopes all the way up before crushing them right before training camp. That's how you do a free agency. You drag teams along and, yes. And, yes. and really kind of hinder the GMs from really making other moves just so they have the allotted salary cap space to fit you in. Right. That's how you do free agency. If, if you want to be a primetime free agency, like if you want to go, if you want to be talked about, your free agency to be talked about years down the road, you've got to do it right. You've got to drag it out. Yeah. And, and you've got to dangle yourself in front of in, in front of desperate teams like the Titans kind of are right now. Yeah, right. And you don't announce it on a Monday, too. From your own tweet. That's and such a JJ Watt way to break news. That's such a lame. His, so his tweet says, "Source me," and it's just him squatting at the squat. Like a tight of course shirt. Of course, he's yeah, lifting. Classic. Yeah. Oh, shocker. Oh. Which, by the way, there's a, that's another element of this. We can we can now go. We can continue our JJ Watt yeah. hate now that JJ Watt tight. graduated from the school of Brian Cushing douchebaggery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, he did because Brian Cushing was his coach for a little bit down in Houston. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no. It, and so, so that is one silver lining of this whole thing that we can still hate on JJ Watt. But yeah, of course, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's at the squat rack. It's like, okay, JJ, we get it. You lift. Okay. Cool, bro. Like, go, <laughs> go drown yourself in a creatine shake or something. Uh, but, I went to journalism school, hashtag not to brag. I know we learned one of the biggest things we learned was that to break a story, you have to have no less than two sources. Got to be doubly sourced. He learned that at Ole Miss too. JJ only had one, bro. So how do we even know this isn't, this is actual real news? Oh, because, because he's the one that signed and he was the one that announced it. 
Need that second source, dude. Need that second source. <laughs> How about national media just completely getting the rug ripped out from under them on this story? Nobody oh. even, there, there wasn't even a hint of the Cardinals being really even that interested, was there? Not that I heard of, at least. No, no, and you're right. That's that's a great point. And let's talk about Field Yates for a second. Field Yates, dude. Uh, so you're just going to literally drop that match on that forest fire and just burn down half of the country and just say, uh, just say, and and leave the tweet up even after JJ Watt comes out and says <laughs> says uh, I don't even own a bike. Stop. He leaves the tweet up, you know, because hashtag clout, hashtag engagement. You know, you gotta, you gotta get, gotta get the clicks up. Yeah, sure. The only thing Field Yates did was tweet a GIF or GIF, however you want to pronounce it, of Homer Simpson backing into the shrubs. That was it. Like it, no, nothing more. attached to it. Nothing saying, "Oh, guys, my bad. I completely started this insane rumor that this KJ Watt is JJ Watt." And like the literally no integrity there at all. Sorry, this I'm like getting on my journalism high horse here, but I, I okay. thought that was a little weird coming from the worldwide leader. Yeah, that, that was a little strange. How about this element of JJ Watts free agency? Completely unforeseen. Jonathan Joseph re-enters the fray. <laughs> Apparently now Arizona Cardinals cornerback, Jonathan Joseph, who helped recruit Jadavian Clowney to Nashville. Yep also played a big part in J.J. Watt's recruitment to the Cardinals. It's J. Jonathan Joseph. Like, part of me is a little disappointed the Titans didn't re-sign him. Not so he could get uh, burned on a football field every Sunday. Because he could bring in the biggest free agents out there. Heck, I want Mizzou to hire him as a coach. Make him their recruiting coordinator. Because <laughs> clearly the guy knows what he's doing. Jonathan Joseph at one point in his career was a very solid cornerback. Yes. Now he's a complete liability on the, on the outside of the football field. Um, but what he brings in his recruiting ability almost outweighs the, the negative side of him actually playing football for your team. Yeah. I mean, so, so Jonathan Joseph goes on serious radio and says this on JJ Watt. I spent time in Arizona. So, you know, me and him had a long conversation about that. I kind of had an idea all along where he was going to probably end up going. So it's something something that Jonathan Joseph is is really good at that could be of use to a bunch of SEC teams. A bunch of SEC schools could really use a recruiter, right? Uh, you know, like Jonathan Joseph. JJ Watt wouldn't have ended up at Wisconsin if Jonathan Joseph was an SEC coach. That's for sure. Yeah, I'll tell you and, that and, much right now. And Watt also with the Cardinals, you know, he gets to join a defense who who is led by Vance Joseph. Uh, him and Watt had. A, a good connection when Vance Joseph was with the Texans. Vance Joseph is now the DC with the Cardinals. So, and you, and you can argue till till your face turns blue. Well, the Cardinals aren't as you know. He said he wanted to win a Super Bowl, and the Cardinals aren't as close to contending for one as the Titans currently are. And you're right. But I, who who after after JJ Watt goes to Arizona, who was really even arguing that JJ Watt's main priority was to sign with a contender? I mean, that whole just that that whole debate kind of gets squashed just immediately after that decision is made. Yeah, without question, because it's and that's the weirdest part of this whole thing to me. Like when he announced the Cardinals, I was shocked. I was like, "What the Cardinals? Like where did they come out of? They came out of left field, like their uh, quarterback." Uh, I I think it's <laughs> I to me that's the biggest thing that was like the hardest thing to grasp is because if you look at the pros and the cons, okay. Like part of me wonders, like, 
Is JJ Watt right in the head? Like, does it, is the CTE thing? Is that a real? Is oh, it real? You think so? With huh? JJ, yeah. Because if you think about it, let's look at. Let's just run down the real quick pros and cons um, of um, of Nashville versus Phoenix. The, oh, the I like Titans this. We versus did, the Cardinals. We did Nashville versus Memphis with Darren Bates, but I uh, this is a, this is a debate that really hasn't been brought up ever. Much less settled, but I'm I'm glad we're here to settle here on the on the Titan Up podcast. That's what we do here. You know, we we compare cities uh, on this football podcast. <laughs> um, so okay, the Titans. I think we all agree, better team, just top to bottom. They're yes. just they're just right now they are a better team than the Arizona Cardinals. I think we can all agree and say that. Agree. I think most Cardinals fans would probably agree and saying that. JJ Watt makes them better, but I think you know right now Titans playing an easier conference. Way easier conference. The NFC Not to mention West, an easier division. The NFC West is the hardest or, division or, in football. Sorry, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. Excuse me. Yes. Easier conference. Yeah. Actually, no, I, I, I wouldn't say easier conference. Easier, e- easier division because the NFC West is the, I think it's the best division in football. Yeah, it has to be until Russell Wilson leaves, if he ever does. <laughs> he, yeah. He's pretty pissed. God, poor Russell Wilson, man. Just a quick sidebar. Yeah. All he wants to do is have a say in how to fix the offensive line. And all of a sudden, J.J. Watt comes walking through the doors in Arizona. You've already got to worry about Aaron Donald. Yeah, right. And then yeah. the 49ers, you got Bosa. I mean, Jesus Christ, poor Russell Wilson. <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. Uh, he's going to be limited with J.J. Watt down there in Arizona. Uh, the Titans have a better quarterback. Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is the highest rated quarterback in the sport. Since the start of 2019, the Cardinals have a minor league left fielder under center. Like, so I, a good fan, the, the Cardinals have a better fantasy quarterback. Oh yeah. Oh, but, sure, but, when, sure. but when it comes it's to winning point. games and, and, you know, and, and limiting turnovers uh, and, and really just a quarterback that kind of fits the mold of their team, Brian Tannehill over Kyler Murray. Sure. And we look, we can't speak to JJ Watt. Maybe he's a big fantasy guy. Maybe that's important to him. So <laughs> I could see why he would choose the Cardinals over that uh, better city. Phoenix is great. And Phoenix is a, is, is it's up and coming and it's growing like crazy. It's in fact, I think it's the fastest growing city in America right now, more so than Nashville. Which really? That's might be shocking. Yes. I want to know. Uh, I've never been more west than new mexico that's where that's where my western it's a weird that's a weird randomly new mexico is the answer you just just got to new mexico you're like albuquerque i was like this is enough for me i'm let's go back back. (laughs) i mean there's some great things west of new mexico like california washington they're they're phenomenal (laughs) uh so i do encourage you to go but yeah no uh the it arizona is i mean it's it's dope it's 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 basically california without the ocean so you're giving you're giving arizona the better oh no 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 i'm saying nashville is the better city okay but, but you're making a hell of a case for arizona Fe- <laughs> sorry yeah don't let it be lost in the shuffle phoenix we'll call it a close. push <laughs> phoenix is close like it's not it's not a pushover is what i'm saying okay but nashville is yes yeah, far and away the better city plus it's on a river uh the and the titans have the better wide receiver who wears number 11 so yeah, Larry Fitz. He's kind of he's kind of getting a little old right? over a little there. Old, yeah, old and little, crusty. He's a free yeah. agent. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is true. He, 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 he probably he probably won't be back next year. He'll probably retire. Would be my guess. I love Larry um, Legend. The only thing the Cardinals had better than the Titans in in my little power ranking, they have a better stadium. Yeah. Well, you can't really. That's 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 an argument. The Titans won't be winning no. with anyone besides maybe Jacksonville, which hey, look third best in your division sounds better than third worst in the NFL. That's, that's a good point. It's a great point. 
Uh, so yeah, you're not, you're not going to beat the university of Phoenix stadium or whatever it's called now. Uh, and the Cardinals have the better pass rush. So yeah, that's not even, let's not defense as a whole the playmakers on the Buddha Baker, Patrick Peterson. If he comes back, Chandler Jones just got re-signed to a three-year. I mean, all right, we get it. We get it. Hey, Harold Landry though. Harold Landry though. Yeah. JR is like, JR is like, Hey, Hey guys, don't forget about Harold Landry. He almost had a sack last year. Um, no, uh, sorry. Wyatt Ray. They don't, they guys who's don't un- sleep on them. Who's unfortunately a name Titans fans are all familiar with now. Yeah. I'll say not, uh, not, nothing against Wyatt Ray. It's just no. other than talent. You don't really, you know, of course. Right. Uh, all right, guys, uh, before we get to Mike Herndon, let me say uh, one thing real quick. It's not quite time for the madness that is college basketball in March, but that doesn't mean that the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit any three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team makes it rain, guess what? You cash $100, Okay. This slam dunk of an offer, which should be a three-pointer of an offer, won't be around forever. So head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook, and get in on all of the action. Basketball isn't the thing for you? (laughs) DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code A to Z Sports to get your shot to turn $1 into $100. When you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, that's promo code A to Z Sports for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in $25 free bets. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. Now let's get to Mike Herndon. Guys, uh, we have a recurring guest on this week, a guy that I am so, so excited to bring back onto the podcast because the first time he came on, I just remember just having a blast with him. Uh, it's, it's, he is an analyst. Well, actually last time we had him on, he was doing something totally different. And now he's like, literally like the week we had him on last week, he started this whole new thing. He's now an analyst and editor for Broadway sports, which does fantastic work guys. Check out everything they're doing over there. And he's the co-host of F words podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Mike miracles. And if you're a Titans fan, you're not already doing so then you're, I'm just going to say it. You're not a Titans fan. Uh, he is Uncle Mike Herndon. Mike, dude, how are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I think last time I was on the show, we correctly predicted that Derrick Henry was going to resign with the Titans. If I recall oh, correctly, we I did think do that's that. what we did. Has it yeah. been that long since we got you on? <laughs> I last? think so. Oh my gosh. So. That's in that's embarrassing on our part. We're we let me allow me to apologize on behalf of the pod. <laughs> 
Uh, well, I mean, there is only it's been only a year, you know. Yeah, it's a yeah. This We've is only actually, had a couple guys on twice too. I mean, uh, outside of Buck and Big Joe, I think you're the third guy we've had. Luke Worsham also. Luke Worsham, yeah. So you're, yeah. You're, you're, I, I will. I will happily accept that company as uh, two time <laughs> uh, guests on the show. Okay, well, good. I'm glad that we buttered you up and we kind of, uh, you know, got your, you know, you know, inflated the ego a little bit because right now we're going to ask you. Uh, we got to ask you right off the top. Uh, this is through this off season, we, we had uh, a media beef within the city of Nashville that kind of fell yeah. by the wayside. Uh, we like Jack and I like to think that we scared this person off and out, of, of town. out of Nashville media <laughs> into national media, but that's neither here nor there. It's out of Nashville media. So Jack and I are spending this off season going around town and trying to figure out who our next Nashville media beef is. So Mike, our first Ooh. question to you, why should you be our new Nashville media beef? Oh goodness. Um, why should I be? Uh, I like to think I'm like a worthy adversary. Uh, you know, I'm not afraid to get in there and mix it up with people. You know, I try to be friendly in general to, to most of the people in the Twitter streets, but once you cross me, once you cross me, once I see your little uh, Twitter avatar come up and I already know like it, it uh, evokes like a guttural response from me where I'm like, this guy, when that happens, then it's on. We're, we're not friends anymore and I will pull off the gloves and go bare knuckle on you. Okay. All right. I was going to say, you starting off the argument of I'm, I'm really friendly. Yeah, not going to help your case. <laughs> Didn't help, but, but you, 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 you kept going and you wrapped it up there nicely. And okay. So that's good to know that we can start beef with you because we've had, we've had plenty of guys on uh, Braden Gall, who, you know, uh, very well. Uh, yeah, we've had yeah. uh, Darren Bates on. We've, and we've each asked each and every one of them, why should we have beef with you? First of all, Darren Bates, we're not starting. He's not the guy to have a beef. No, no, no. no he, yeah. He scared us. We, <laughs> I'll be honest, little PP came out when uh, he told us why we should pick him as international media beef. Braden Gall, I think a little more doable. I think we could, I think Jack and I could, could take him on. Uh, and, 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 cause that's the thing on our end, we have to figure out like not only someone that would be good to beef with, but, we also need someone that we could probably be in a beef. Yeah. So. yeah. You don't want to like, you don't want to beef and lose. I mean, right. that, no, I mean, no, that's no, no, right. that's we need a formidable opponent, but a formidable opponent that we can best. Yeah. You yeah. You need, with, a, you need an opponent that maybe his name out outstrips what he can actually do in a, in a Twitter beef. I um, like that. That's it's exactly what we're looking for. And, you know, we thought we had a good one in Braden until a couple of days ago, maybe it was yesterday. He, he went and picked another beef. Him and Paul Karski went yeah, at it. Yeah, so, yeah. So that. Jack that beef, that, yeah, Jackie Gate. That beef <laughs> slipped right through our fingers. Yeah, we that, that, yeah we, we we were looking forward to that beef, but now we got to move on to more beef. It's you well, know it's, here I am. Let's you're at the go. grocery store and, and two hands reach for one, and the, and the other hand just beats you to it. And that was Paul Kaharski stealing our beef. So uh, no, I don't know. I hate it when he does that. It's yeah. totally classic PK. <laughs> Um, Mike, did the, uh, did the Titans dodge a bullet by not getting JJ Watt? You know, I think, I think he would have helped the team, but at that what? price tag, my goodness, mm -hmm. uh, that that's insane. And, you know, I, I don't know like how many, uh, how many cameras come with that deal as far as like have to be trained on him at all times based on the contract. Like there's going to be some things going on with that because there's nothing that JJ loves more than a camera or a mirror like that, that <laughs> camera mirror money, clearly his priorities, not su like Super Bowl's like 87th. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. Clearly, Cause I mean, the Cardinals, I mean, seriously, but uh, 
Yeah, I, I, the Titans are going to be okay. They need more than just J.J. Watt, right? Like, they need multiple guys to fix what was going wrong with that defense. So I don't think spending your whole, you know, nut on one dude, you know, especially a 31-year-old guy who's injured all the time, uh, is probably the best scenario. So I, I, I'm kind of good with, with them missing at that price. Who likes, uh, who likes Amir more, J.J. Watt or A-Rod? Oh, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Watt. I think okay. it's what like because Arod Arod has you know he has that makeout with the with the mirror uh, photo. Uh, he is Zach Mettenberger. Zach Mettenberger is a sleeper. He used to do the oh, selfie. Yeah. That's before true. The game. Well, that's true. He'll and, sleep on the Met show. Mettenberger and Watt beefed. So you know that's, maybe you guys could beef with Zach make Mettenberger or JJ Watt or both. Yeah. You know if there's if there's one thing I love to do on this podcast, it's blame Zach Mettenberger for things uh, because just because Jack I don't loves like him that. so much. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Jack, isn't he the offensive coordinator for Hillsborough? Hillsborough like High, so he's with, local, and, and Antonio he, Andrews is on the same staff. Yeah. There, well, there you go. There's yeah. there's your beef. Go I'm, after Zach. Me, Zach. I, I would gladly do it. Jack won't Hillsborough let me. High School. Yeah, Jack won't let me. We'll have to Jack talk about loves, some Zach. Uh, Jack loves the 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 Met show. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm going to blame JJ Watt not choosing Nashville because of Zach Mettenberger and the beef he still has with him. <laughs> I, I agree. It's got to be it. And as a Overton grad, any chance I can get to take a shot at Hillsborough, I absolutely will. So, uh, Mettenberger, yeah. What a, what a dick. Hey, so they miss out on JJ Watt, but maybe that's not so bad. There, there's a few other edge guys that are definitely intriguing, and a couple guys that you guys like over at uh, I, mainly you and the F Words Pod. I, I see a lot of Carl Lawson stuff. Um, <laughs> the, there, there's other guys like Ngakwe, Judon, um, a handful of others. But you, you said I think you said it right and hit the nail on the head that one guy can't fix all of the problems. And I like to look back at what the Packers did a couple off seasons ago. You sign Preston Smith, you sign Zadarius Smith, you draft Rashawn Gary, and boom, it's fixed. Just like that, it's fixed. You, you, you cast a wide net, bring in a few fish, and it's going to work. So if they had spent all of that money on J.J. Watt, maybe they, maybe they would have limited themselves and who else they could have gone after, right? Yeah, I think that would have restricted them, especially because like, I, I am definitely an uh, advocate of the cap is a myth for the most part um, because – most of the time you can structure Wait, these things. Hang on. Are you, are you a cap truther? I am a cap truther. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the cap isn't real the, and, and birds are robots. So, oh you know, gosh. like those two things are the only two things I really know to be truth in this world. So um, X-Files theme music's playing right now. <laughs> but so, yeah, Watt only doing a two-year deal hurts the Cardinals in their ability to really hide his money. Like, they can't hide his money and push it into other years. Now, I've heard that they might be doing, like, void years and stuff like that, which is a total, like, cap magician thing that's bogus and the NFL should get rid of it. Um, but, I, you know, at $15 million and a, and a half dollars, that's going to take up a sizable chunk, and there's really just nowhere to hide the money because there's not a bunch of years you can kick out caps, uh, you know, cap charges into in the future, so... So with Watt crossed off, crossed off the Titans wish list, who who is kind of at the top? I I mentioned Carl Lawson. I, I know you like Carl. He's cheap and talented, and the production isn't you know ten sacks, but maybe the potential is right. Yeah, I, I think the potential for Lawson is way way greater than what his stats have been. I mean, he's a guy. He's twenty five years old. Uh, he's got a pretty decent pedigree. You know, he was a second round pick uh, for the Bengals and and everything coming out and he's 
progressively shown improvement over the, over the last few years. He's been a healthy guy for the most part, um, which I think is going to be important to the Titans, no matter who they sign in, in free agency. You're going to want a guy that, that's got a better track record of health than uh, Clowney, right? Because that, that's exactly the warning that came with Clowney, and that's exactly what bit him uh, at the end of the day. So, you know, I like Lawson. I think his underlying stats like pressure rate and quarterback hits and stuff like that were all fantastic last year. Um, and I think all of that trends towards him being a breakout player over the next couple of years. I, I think he's a guy that screams like, you know, when the uh, Bucks signed Shaq Barrett a couple of years ago, Barrett wasn't like the hottest name. It's not like he put up huge numbers. He'd mostly been a backup uh, behind Von Miller and, and DeMarcus Ware and then finally Bradley Chubb. But um, then he comes to a situation where he gets unlocked, right? So I, I think you want to look for the guy that – that is going to level up, not necessarily the guy that has already played at a really high level and maybe on his way back down. Like you're playing, you're paying for future performance. You're looking for the guy that, that could take a leap. And I think Lawson, everything about him screams, he's a guy that's going to take a leap in, in the next contract uh, for whoever he ends up with. And you mentioned Jadavian Clowney in there as well. Uh, should the Titans just completely move on, even if he comes at a discounted price? Yeah, we do I, need I a, so. we do need a new watch. Keep in mind though, we just lost JJ, JJ watch. JJ watch is yeah. off. We do Ooh, need a, a clowny watch. Do we bring yeah. it back this off season? I I mean, I don't. I I would prefer like they go into like clown clowny blindfold. Um, just like we're not watching him at all. Um, we'll we'll get that uh, hashtag trending. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I I I don't think so. One, the report already came out. Well, he's not healthy, and he's not going to be healthy, so he might wait to sign until he's healthy. I feel like we're laying the tracks for him to just skip training camp again and show up that's a week. Before literally, the that's literally what happened last year. It's yeah. this is yeah, this is essentially it's home alone versus home alone too. It's the same storyline. It's just in yeah. a different, you know, it's a different year. <laughs> yeah. And so instead of like a, whatever it was, a sports hernia, now it's a meniscus, but it, the result's going to be the same. He's going to show up, you know, a week before with, with some team and then get hurt again. Um, but yeah, I'm not interested in guys that don't want to participate in OTAs or training camp or mini camp or any of that stuff. I'm out on all of that. Yeah. Bring in guys that want to come in and play football right away and, and practice and do all the stuff that in, is involved in being a professional football player. Because the Titans got so burnt on guys that didn't want to do all that stuff last year that I just, I'm not taking any more risks on that. Like bring in guys that are about it and want to come in and, and contribute right away. Yeah, give me the guys that will even practice illegally at NBA. You know, yeah, those are the guys we need, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> organize illegal practices. I, sign me up for 53 of those guys and let's go. I, I saw a report that two teams outbid the Cardinals for JJ Watt. I don't know. I don't know the validity of this report. I just saw it on Twitter as I was scrolling real quickly. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to say, like, my sources tell me that two teams outbid. <laughs> Uh, JJ Watt did is do you think the Titans were one of those teams so so the what the tweet that I saw out there was that it was the Colts and the Browns that had okay. higher numbers which makes, makes no sense well it makes sense me. that the Browns would would outbid and agree yeah mm -hmm. yeah I agree it makes sense that they throw some money around but it makes no sense for Watt to choose the Cardinals over the Browns or Colts right? for the same amount of money but like, doesn't it make you feel better that the Colts get kind of spurned Oh, I, yeah. Anytime, yeah. anytime the Colts get left at the altar, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, that, that's just like a nice warm bath. For We're me. literally grasping at straws to be happy about <laughs> with JJ not showing up here. 
but yeah, but the, the, the report I saw said that uh, the Titans offer was close to or similar to the, the Cardinals offer. So it does sound like they were willing to go pretty heavy in after him. Um, but then I saw other reports come out to refute that. So it's like, I don't know what to believe because all these people are trying to put spin on it. Like the Cardinals are probably floating it out there. Well, he picked us because we're the best organization and they, he just loves uh, our culture and you know all this <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And th- these other teams are like, Oh no, he didn't give up more money, you know, from us to go somewhere else. Like we're not, we're not that bad organization. So like, they're all trying to spin after the fact. So I don't know what you can believe about whatever the reports were that were out there. Okay. So to go like ultimate Titans fan on Facebook uh, here, I is, should we be now mad at John Robinson for not paying uh, like backing up the Brinks truck for JJ Watt? Or, or we we should go back to the uh, John Robinson can't close the big big free yeah like uh, like what that like team. hey hey John Robinson if you're throwing money at any problem this offseason it should be the pass rush and the first big free agent is already off the board and you and you clearly didn't outbid either the Browns or the Colts or the Cardinals for that matter yeah you missed on one guy you're fired like you're out <laughs> I'm done with this guy He's, what a yeah clown. fire John Robinson I'm gonna go and start the hashtag right yeah after let's the get it going I mean. Gosh, what has this guy even done for the team? <laughs> it, you know, they were doing perfectly fine before he got here. Right. Um, and now here we are. We can't even get guys JJ like Watt. Zach Mettenberger on the team, you know, like yeah, he, and now I mean, where that wasn't his doing model though. citizens. <laughs> but hey, we talked about uh, this with Braden Gall last week. John Robinson never really surprises us. He always kind of makes the expected move. Last season, it was it was clearly, you know, draft a right tackle and then improve your pass rush granted that the pool wasn't necessarily as deep as it is this year. And the guys he went after were complete whiffs, but maybe, maybe <laughs> he looks nicely. at what the bucks did. Uh, cause, cause the bucks front office made a ton of moves really surprised a lot of folks in, in the NFL, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, all that kind of stuff. Does John Robin is, is this the off season for John Robinson to kind of change his ways? I, th- I think he's got to go all in, right? Because I-, I think the window for the Titans to pursue a championship with this core is like this year, next year, maybe 2023, mm-hmm. maybe. Because you're looking at four of the five starters on the offensive line are going to be 30 or more this year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's 33. Derrick Henry, you know, he's starting to pick up a lot of tread on the tires as far as like workload goes. I think he's a cyborg, so that may not matter. Um, <laughs> but I, eventually, I, I, I'm glad. Eventually, I'm glad you have that take. He's he, probably he, just going to get tired of dominating. Right? He's not like, human. I'm going to go do he's something else. He's not built else. like everyone else. He's going to extend that running. Back, yeah, he's uh, going to like be fight. the first guy to go rush for 2,000 yards on Mars eventually. Or <laughs> you know? so, um, I think you've got to go after it this this year, next year, and try to win it. Like, I mean because you're going to have to change out the whole offense besides basically AJ Brown uh, within the next two to three years, I think. So it, it's going to be a big change by the time it's 2024. I think you're going to see a very different looking Titans roster uh, than what you see right now. But yeah, so I'm all, I'm all aboard. Let's go all in. Let's, let's try to strike while we've got this core group intact and, and coming back with a, a strong offense. Cause the, the, biggest thing you need to win a super bowl still is you know despite what what the bucks defense did in the super bowl is a strong offense you don't get there without an offense that can put up points uh, now you might you need a better defense to win it obviously than what the titans had but they aren't that far away and if you could get 
you know, two or three pieces. And, and we've seen examples. The Bucks were one, uh, the Dolphins, Giants, you know, 49ers, Packers in recent years. All those teams made gigantic leaps on defense in one offseason. All it took was a couple free agent signings, a draft pick that hits right, and boom, it, it's like worst in the league to top 10. Yeah. Um, it can happen like that on defense. It doesn't generally happen like that on offense. But um, I think there's reason to believe that that could be the case for the Titans this year if they can make the right moves. It, it's it's a critical offseason for them, no doubt about it. Yeah, I had that. I I, I had to take a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I, I felt like the Titans needed to look at what the Bucks did last year and basically said, okay, we're getting Tom Brady. That means we have at best a year uh, or I mean, at, you know, at worst, a year to win it all with the greatest quarterback of all time. I almost feel like the Titans need to have that approach this year. I mean, you said two years, maybe three. I I almost think that that's even shorter. Like I'm all, yeah. I'm not even looking ahead to two years. I think the Titans have a year in this championship window that they need to basically push all their chips to the center. And what the what the Bucks did was they not only made their defense great, but they made an offense that was already ranked at the top of the league in both you know rushing and passing and, and scoring yeah well yeah, yeah. and yeah. turnovers thanks Jameis. Yeah. uh Turn, but it turns out when you don't turn the ball over 35 <laughs> times as a quarterback it helps yeah. yeah it's weird how that works you know it's uh, you know Jameis was spotting the other team like a touchdown or two per game so yeah. uh it's weird so the NFL record for pick sixes. So, yeah, you know, yeah, that, right. that legitimately gave the other team 42 points. You know, just spotted them like a full, like two games worth of points. Right. They had the highest scoring offense because they had to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is a necess- necessity at that point. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, I was going to say that, you know, you mentioned in a, in a couple of years, this Titans offense is going to look totally different. Um, that may start this year with the departure of Corey Davis, it's looking more and more likely with, you know, as the days go on that Corey's probably going to find a different home. People are going to be willing to cough up the money that he wants. And, you know, maybe a a new setting does Corey Davis well. So if Corey Davis walks, how would you choose to replace him draft free agency? I know there's a few guys, Will Fuller, T.Y. Hilton, just in the division. Then you got Curtis Samuel, Samuel being a buzz name as well. A few other guys. How would you go about replacing Corey Davis? Yeah, I, I think it's got to be a combination of the two because it's really, I mean, now we know they're they're replacing both him and Humphreys if if Davis True. does indeed walk. So, you know, but beyond A.J. Brown, they got nothing on the rush. Like, I like Cam Batson as like a gadget guy and maybe like your fourth wide receiver at best uh, in the rotation, but he's not anything more than that. Um, so I think you need to find two, two wide receivers. Um, I think you probably do one in free agency that, that you're comfortable could come in and contribute right away. And then you do another guy relatively early in the draft who can give you some upside and some cost control. A guy that I think makes a lot of sense for them is Marvin Jones. I, you know, his age is going to mean that he's not going to get like a huge price tag, but if you look at his numbers consistently produces year after year after year. Now he's not a superstar, but the Titans don't need a superstar. They have AJ Brown. Uh, they need a, a solid, dependable, complimentary number two. And I think Marvin Jones can still be that at age 30. And, and you could probably get him a little bit cheaper, allow you to spend your big money on the defense where you need a little bit more bang. Uh, but Jones could come in, do some things for you. And then maybe you go in the draft and find, you know, a guy that I really love is uh, Amari Rogers, uh, you know, from Clemson. 
I think he could step right in and be an NFL slot receiver next year and, and produce uh, at a really nice level. So you could probably get him on day two sometime with like maybe one of those third round picks, something like that. So I, I think that is kind of the combination that I could see. I do love Curtis Samuel, though. You mentioned him. I think he's another guy who, like Carl Lawson, everything that I believe uh, kind of projects to a leap, I, I see with him too. Super young guy. He's only 24 years old. Um, and his production, he started to make the leap last year. I think that'll continue with what, wherever he goes next. I think he's a really nice um, kind of second tier free agent option under that Galladay, Davis, Juju kind of top. Allen Robinson, all, all those, those guys. guys. Yeah. yeah. The surprising news this week, Kyle Van Noy down in Miami just got the ax <laughs> like a, yeah. less than a year after he signs a massive contract with them. Just, I look that sucks for him, but it doesn't suck for the Titans. Maybe I look, I don't know. Like, do we want the Titans to play a Van Noy down by the river? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I wrote, I wrote that one myself. I, I liked it. I liked Thanks. it. Uh, anytime you could work in Chris Farley, like I'm trying to really work in like a Chris Farley meme once a month. I've had a few that I've dropped in here recently uh, that I'm trying to see if people will pick up on it. Um, and maybe now we'll start talking watching. about it. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'm now going to like, yeah, I'm going to set like a Twitter <laughs> alerts up for whenever you tweet now, just to yeah, see. I'm going to have some sort of Farley references at least once a month. Yeah. I can't but, see uh, too well. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? <laughs> Billy Shakespeare. Uh, I do think, um, what were we talking about again? Oh, Kyle Van Noy. Oh, Kyle Van Noy. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Van Noy. So I think Kyle Van Noy is kind of like what uh, the Titans hoped Rashawn Evans would be. So I am low on Rashawn Evans. I think he's kind of crappy at pass defense, which is not what you want your linebackers or really anyone on defense to be bad at. Uh, I think his pass rush ability has been tremendously oversold by a lot of the like scouting reports coming out of uh, Bama and, and really by kind of the fan base in general. I don't know what Evans does for you besides make a really good play on the goal line, like once or twice a year. And yeah, that's valuable, but like, tell me what you're doing for the other 80 plays. We need more. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So it, do, I, you think, I don't, do you think Rashawn would be complimented by bringing in someone like a Van Noy in or something, or, or do you think just all hope is lost on Rashawn Evans? I think if you bring in Van Noy, he's a Rashawn replacement mm -hmm. uh, at that point. I, I think that would be a situation where maybe if you thought you had a trade partner for Rashawn Evans and you could get some draft capital back or maybe even a player that you liked, um, you could maybe trade Rashawn, bring in Kyle Van Noy. I think it would be an upgrade um, over what Rashawn Evans has done for them the last few, few years. Now, Van Noy is probably going to be a little bit more expensive, so you may not want to do that deal. You may just want to keep working with Evans and see if he can become, you know, the guy that they drafted him to be and, and frankly, just become Kyle Van Noy uh, would be the ideal. But there is a lot of certainty in just signing actual Kyle Van Noy, um, which is, is attractive, you know, at, at the right price. And Rashawn Evans last year was a guy that Shane Bowen constantly spoke highly of, despite how yeah. he looked on Sundays. <laughs> um, but in Van Noy's deal, he signed a four-year deal with $30 million guaranteed. So he pretty much played last season. One, you know, he got one year, $30 million out of the Dolphins. So you'd think he'd willing to be taking, you know, a discounted price wherever he goes. But you brought up the word trade, and I really like talking trades. 
Um, <laughs> the obvious guy to, to talk about here is Isaiah Wilson. What the hell can the Titans get out of him? Anything? Yeah. Anything? I mean, like Same some gum. like old Chuck E. Cheese quarters or <laughs> yeah, something like I'd that. Bad would be good. I'd take going. it, to be honest with you. Yeah. You, get, you. You get a couple of those tokens, turn it into a friendship bracelet, maybe a spider ring, I, yeah. Chinese <laughs> finger trap. I don't know, dude. You I just could maybe even get like one of those Nerf torpedo footballs to practice right? with. That's right? awesome, you know? yeah. better than what you're getting out of Isaiah Wilson now. You know, No doubt about it. Um, <laughs> I So I don't know who is going to give up anything for him you know the ravens i've seen like one of their uh the writers that covers the ravens reached out to me asking me about wilson and stuff like that which i don't think he fully knew the disaster the full disaster that he'd been don't um, tell anybody don't I, tell anybody our secrets yeah like, yeah, yeah. I, don't <laughs> tell him he sucked here after i told him i, I i'm sorry guys i did let the cat out of the Mike, bag what the I, I know i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll turn in my resignation to john robinson um but yeah i told him and then he was like eh, maybe not then um but it was uh it was Great. interesting because because they're probably going to have to trade orlando brown unless he they're able to talk him off the ledge of wanting to be a left tackle and they were thinking well Isaiah Wilson looks like Orlando Brown, like, you know, gigantic dude uh, could fit in our system maybe. And I'm like, well, yeah, if he actually played football, um, that would be nice, but he's a rapper now. So um, I don't (laughs) know. That's where they get you, right? He shows up 6'6", 350. You're like, that guy could be a right tackle, but sure enough, he's a rapper. He just just wants to mumble rap. And they're like, well, that doesn't do anything (laughs) for us to block this guy. Um, So yeah, I don't know who's going to give up anything for him. I do think that, you know, just his pure talent. I think somebody could probably talk themselves into like, Hey, maybe we're the team. We're the, we're the smartest team in the NFL. We're going to be the guys that fix him. There's always teams out there that think they're that right. So I don't, I, I, I hope John Robinson is just calling, you know, every team in the NFL talking about like, you know, y'all are way smarter than us. Like you're going to be able to get the best out of them. Brable pissed him off by not giving him a hug. And so now you know, just tell your coach to hug him and everything will probably be fine. So yeah. I'll take an air fryer for him at this point. Oh yeah. Oh, air fryer. great. <laughs> oh, I know. I have some great recipes if we, if that's what we get back. Um, but yeah, no, I think they, I think the, I think the Titans, uh, yeah, just, just what they need to do is just sell him as look, he's a rookie left tackle or, you know, left guard, like offensive lineman where he didn't give up a sack his entire rookie season. True. True. <laughs> Not even hey. a pressure. You know? No, he's had an extra point blocked on him though. Right? So, yeah. well, he's not a special teamer. You know, he's just not a special teamer. <laughs> yeah, that 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 one we can let slide. Um, Mike, before we get you out of here, uh, gotta ask you probably our most important Titans question of the day. Um, who should be the Titans' next PA announcer? All right, if you had your choice of anyone, okay, who are you going with? Uh, and Jack and I were kind of kicking this around earlier today. And we, we landed on a few and we're, we're kind of filibustering a little bit to give you some time to think about okay. it. I I've got, I, my, my first thought was like Dolly Parton, you know, like you got, yeah. like, she, yeah, like she wouldn't need to be present in every game, which would actually probably be a good thing because we all know that, you know, even when you do invite her to game, she doesn't show up and she sends Sarah True. Fuller in her place. And then the Titans end up getting trounced by the Browns. <laughs> So like, just record her voice and she's good at recording her voice. We all know that. And yeah. just play that over and over, you know, like based on what yard line it's almost like a video game type announcer. Uh, yeah. And I think nothing would get Nissan stadium more fired up than just the queen. Yeah. Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. Um, I I've got a top two. 
Okay. Morgan Freeman. Okay. That's a great I, one. Oh, I'd yeah. like, I'd like a Morgan. I love a vo- Morgan Freeman voiceover in any, in any context. Like sure. anytime he's on a documentary, anytime he, he's doing any sort of voiceover work, I'm in like, you don't even have to tell me what it's about. Just let me hear that voice and I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So Morgan Freeman would be great. I don't know how gettable he is. Um, he lives then, in North Mississippi. It's probably like a three and a half hour drive. I think yeah. it's doable. Oh, very there you doable. go. There yeah. you go. I mean, if there's like, one thing could, I know Morgan Freeman's available. We could get it. We could get a chopper, bring him up here for game days. It, we're in. Okay. We're in on Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Um, option B, my podcast co-host, Michael Gillum, Mr. Lebowski. He okay. has some pipes. I love Lebowski. He has some okay. pipes. Um, the man is made like his voice just needs to be shared with the world. And we try to do that via our podcast, but I mean, he'd be pretty awesome as a Titans PA announcer too. So Lebowski for PA, I think is another, our third hashtag that we're going to get trending off of this podcast is Lebowski for PA. <laughs> okay. I like so that. Lebowski for PA fire, John Robinson. Uh, do wait, what, what, and and blindfold, blindfold clowny. Yeah. Blindfold clowny. That's right. <laughs> I, I had two that I was thinking of and I, I thought Jeff Fisher would be good. Cause he'd like whisper into the mic. He'd go, <laughs> Second and seven. Yeah. Consider a draw. Hi. Hey, <laughs> Titans fans, get up. It's third down. <laughs> and then my other one was Jared Stillman, just because he's used to being really loud and having nobody really pay that much attention to him. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that true. Works. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah. I was thinking like Don LaFontaine, the old uh, movie trailer preview guy. You know, I was like thinking like, okay, well, they don't do voiceovers over movie trailers anymore. So he's clearly looking for work. Yeah. Uh, and then I did some research and found out he died in 2008. So, which Ooh, probably explains why oh, they don't do yeah. voiceovers. You have to bring a Ouija board to the Titans game. Yeah, <laughs> that would be creepy. Uh, okay, the ghost of Don Lafontaine would be like, in a world, it's third down and four, and four yards to go. You know, the only thing about that it. job is you. I think the one thing you do have to carry over from what the Duke did well for so many years. Obviously, every Titans home game since the Titans came about. He was the PA announcer. He, you just need to elongate that third down call. Yes. You know, you, you say it's second down and 10, you know, it's first down and, and 15, whatever, but maybe, and, but you need to say it's third down and four yeah. yards to yeah. go. It's more of a growl than anything. It's like, it's third <laughs> yeah. down. Right, right. Like you're, like you're starting an engine. That's right. <laughs> it's third down. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm in for it. I'm in. All for right, it. all right. So uh, Morgan Freeman or uh, Lebowski from uh, from F Words podcast, which yeah. which I, I see what you're doing there, Mike. You're you're trying to plug your own podcast on another rival type <laughs> podcast. Which this look, is how I we start beef, I, and that's what I was getting at. That's, <laughs> perfect. that's the perfect way to like we go full circle with it all. We <laughs> we ask you why we should be with you, and here you are kind of almost starting the beef on your way out the door, which is yeah. a brilliant move on your part. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to live up to the uh, lofty expectations that you guys have for a beef partner. And there's no better way than to just fire some random shots across the bow. On Perfect. The that's all. That's what it's all about. Mike he said, Mike said, uh, yeah. And my other choice would be my podcasting partner. F words <laughs> pod. You guys should check it out. Go listen to it so you can hear his voice. So you know what he sounds like. That is smooth. That's that right. Is Great sly. review. Subscribe five stars. please. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, dude, you're the man. Thanks so much for uh, doing this. Guys, if you're a Titans fan and you're not already following at Mike Miracles 
I'll say it again. You're not a Titans fan. You need to, you need to be following this guy. And I, I told him this before we started recording, but I'd say eight out of 10, eight to nine out of 10 times, every single time a, a, a Titans piece of news drops and I'm looking for a take Mike articulate or articulately artic art art. What's the word I'm looking eloquently for? eloquently. All right. I'll yeah. go with that. Eloquently put like types out the thoughts that are in my head and has just the most brilliant takes on every bit of Titans news. So guys follow at Mike miracles, Mike, dude, thanks so much, man. This is so much fun. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Always enjoy it, fellas. Thanks for having me on and uh, looking forward to this beef. All right. <laughs> there are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. Mike Hernan's the best. Love that dude. Just absolutely awesome. I, he's just fun. He's he, dude. He gets us. He gets the show. He gets, uh, he gets the Titans really well. <laughs> so I just, Mike's the best dude. He's so cool. He is so, and he, he really is. We, we, we told you guys to go follow him on Twitter. If you're not right, he is a great follow. I mean, he breaks things down from an analytical perspective. He's really on top of his stuff when it comes to players. The Titans are, are, are looking at in the draft um, player players to watch in free agency as well. Mike Herndon, he is you wonder how he has the time to do all of this yeah but because he's so busy he, he he just he joined up with Broadway sports the last time we talked to him he's busy with that he just had a little baby yeah congratulations to Mike for he that was, I mean uh, on the night we record this podcast he was making dinner so yeah I mean, he's an he's a amateur chef yeah um so, tacos so, tacos for those of you but he really know. is a great follow you guys should definitely go follow him he's yeah. got a good podcast too and follow him now because if later we choose him as our beef you're gonna have to unfollow him if you're a true tupper tupper for life you're gonna have to unfollow him if we choose him as our national media beef so just keep that in mind. Uh, so go ahead and get get as much Mike Herndon. Get your Herndon in. fix in now. Get it in now. Um, hey, Jack, before we get to Remember the Titan, I wanted to mention one thing. I got a follow on Instagram the other day. Um, uh, not from Isaiah Wilson. Who oh, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, no. I, trust I think, me. I think we're pretty out of the. Don't think he's going to be following. Out of the prospect now. list for Isaiah Wilson on sure. Instagram. Probably because we just, yeah, we're have any association with anything to do titans he's not gonna follow uh but uh no i got a i got a follow from an account called logan woodside's burner oh hell yes my question to you is jack is that logan words woodside's burner <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to go no well but see I no that, and that's what you would think that's what you would think Maybe because that's what he like, wants us to think. Why would he be that dumb to name his burner Logan Woodside's burner? But what if he's yeah. so smart that it's like, I'm going to call this Logan Woodside's burner so no one actually thinks it's Logan Woodside's burner? That's funny because a bunch of these NBA guys have burners. And oh, one yeah. of one of them was funny. I don't know. I'm not going to spend much time on it because I don't know how many of you guys are interested in NBA. But it's it's funny because Alfred Payton had a burner account and he played he, he played for the Knicks. Um <laughs> And he would he would tweet off his burner and and get, go at it with different fans and stuff and they'd be like, well, why don't you tweet during the game? And it said because I'm working, and, and you know, so so that's pretty clear. So the only way we can tell if it's Logan Woodside's burner or not is if he's going to tweet out tweet on it during games. Ooh, okay. But with that being said, who knows if he's going to be the backup next year? Uh, there's really no way to figure this out unless yes. one of you guys want to fess up. 
All right, yeah. Due to having Logan either. Woodside's burner account. If Logan Woodside's burner is your Instagram account, come clean. Or or just send us a private DM at DM Tighten us. Up Podcast on Instagram. Tell the truth. Tell, let us know. Just let us know. We won't tell anyone. We won't we won't announce it on the podcast unless you want us to. Uh, but we need to know. And and if it is actually Logan Woodside's burner, kudos, dude. <laughs> That's the most brilliant move I've ever seen pulled. Yeah. I I have a suspect list, but it's only one person deep. Who's that? It's Uncle Mad. It seems Uncle like an Mad. Uncle Mad move. Uncle Mad. How, with how many Ds? <laughs> only two. The Titans haven't played in a while. So That's true. Yeah, he's not that, he hasn't been that mad lately. Instead of Gotzkowski, uh, or uh, what was it? Um, uh, our Stefcon system. Mm-hmm. We should have a, a an Uncle Mad watch based on how many Ds he has in his last Instead game. of a radar, maybe a Maddar. Yeah, like, oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, that Titans game was like seven Ds this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Matt is pissed. Um, all right. So shout out Logan Woodside's burner. Um, I, I think I might follow him back just to just see. Yeah, he only had, one, only had one photo posted when he started following me. So fairly new account. But uh, I don't know why Logan Woodside would feel the need to have a burner. But look. I, I don't know what's in these guys' heads. Let's get to remember the Titan. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll go ahead and start. Just Okay. Uh, so this is episode number 52, as we stated off the top. So I figured I'm going to go with a Titan who famously wore 52, or famously, like know that I say famously kind of like half in jest, um, but because there weren't a ton of great 52s. Steven um, Johnson comes to mind. Yeah, uh, Ryan Fowler, uh, Colin Ooh, McCarthy, maybe Ryan Fowler. That was a that was it probably was a, the worst. Remember the Titan we had. He's he's a dark, he's a bad guy. He's just a bad person. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, Raven. Oh my Wood. gosh, good call. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of just a real piece of shit. As a Burnwood <laughs> Bruin, you know uh, that it's like that's typical Ravenwood. Uh, so I am going with Baron Wortham. Do you remember Baron Wortham? <laughs> I have no idea who Baron no, doesn't ring a bell. This is like this refresh is like my early, memory. Jog my memory. Probably like early 2000s. It's like right when the Titans uh came over. Uh played six years with the franchise, including its inaugural season, 1999, when he started 15 games at 61 total tackles and recovered three fumbles. <laughs> Not to brag. Uh selected by the Oilers, Houston Oilers, in the sixth round in the 94 draft. That 94 draft, man. That for the, they still talk about it to this day. I still, yeah. And by they, you mean me, because <laughs> I won't shut up about it. Uh, three-way player. You know, a lot of people say like, oh, he's a two-way player, like Dion or something. You mm-hmm. know, okay. Oh, cool, Dion. He played two ways. Baron Wortham played three ways. Get on his level, bitch. Uh, as a rookie, <laughs> he was a backup linebacker playing on special teams. So he played linebacker, special teams, and as a short yardage blocking fullback. Barry, That's pretty awesome. Baron. I'm going to call him Barry. Barry freaking Wortham, dude. Oh, and also, you're probably like, yeah, well, okay, cool. So he was a great pro. What did he do in college? I'm glad you hypothetically asked. Uh, he was the <laughs> whack freshman of the year, 1990. He was the whack defensive player of the year, 1993. Uh, he was... That were you even born yet then, Jack? No, I was negative three. Negative three years old. So Jack wasn't even a glimmer in his mama's eye yet. And <laughs> Baron Wortham was out there freaking getting the whack defensive player of the year. 
he was second team All-American in 93. Oh, and he was three-time All-Whack. He was All-Whack, dude. 91, 92, 93. Baron freaking Wortham. That's his full government, by the way. His middle name is Freaking. So... Shout out there, Aaron Wortham. When you think of three-way players, not only in the NFL, but mainly just Titans, since this is a Titans podcast, the only one that really comes to mind is Pac-Man. Yeah. Because they would mix him in on offense and weird sets. Just oh, to, that's you know. right. I remember that. I remember him working. Because I was, I was thinking, I was like, when did he play offense? But he did. He played a little bit of like like wide receiver. A little. They tried to make him the Devin Hester of yeah. Nashville. Yeah, he and was more like the he was more like the Devin Arrester. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that I'll count that one. That one counts. Okay, uh, that was that was a close one. I didn't know. That no, I I'm counting it. The and uh, yeah, I mean honestly, like if Pac-Man Jones could have just I don't know, like maybe just once not shot and paralyzed a guy in a strip club, like yeah. maybe he could have been the next Devin Hester. But Man, so you know, close. look, we. Uh, <laughs> We, we all have our, our vices, I guess. <laughs> okay, so that was pretty good. That was, that was a good one. Baron Class Morgan. of 94. Can, you can't forget about that. Yeah, he's all whack, dude. All, whack. all right, I'm going with a guy who did not play in the whack. He played in the ACC at North Carolina. He was a defensive back, and he wasn't drafted by the Titans, but he was actually drafted in the fourth round in the 2011 draft by the Buffalo Bills. His name is Denoris Searcy. Oh. Now, he, he's kind of – he's not – immediately recent but he's fairly recent he played for the titans in 2015 2016 and 2017 started the majority of the games in 15 and 16 at at, uh, strong safety um 2017 was when he kind of lost some playing time uh jonathan cyprian another good remember the titan i think we did him about a month ago uh Uh, yeah cyprian kind of came in and took his job and then cyprian hurt his hamstring in classic cyprian fashion and then uh cersei stepped back into play but in his Titan, Titans career, he, he had uh, three interceptions, so that's not bad. A fumble recovery. He's not really a notable guy, but you may remember him as the safety with dreadlocks. I yeah. think all safety tandems in the NFL should have at least one guy with dreadlocks or cornerbacks. You know, Someone in the defensive backfield needs dreads to add an element of validity, but also – you know, I feel I feel like all of the cornerbacks and in in defensive backs with with dreads, they're either really good or really bad. Really good, you have Richard Sherman. Really bad, you have Bleedy Ray Wilson. Uh, I I I think that you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Uh, I'll say this: Denor Cersei basically went out of business in uh, 2018, aptly named because Sears went out of business oh. in early 2019. So Man. pretty much around the same that. time. Yeah. I hate to hear that for the Cersei family. I yeah. know that they work Sears. their asses off to build Sears. Yeah. Shout out to Sears, Searsies uh, out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jack Gentry. Guys, follow him on Twitter at Jack A. Gentry. Uh, I'm Austin Huff. You can follow me on Twitter at Austin Huff. Follow this podcast on Twitter at Titan Up Pod on Twitter. And then it's just a slightly longer name for Instagram at Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow. And while you're at it, while you're, you know, you're while you're making your because we talk about this all the time, make your social media timeline. If you're a Titans fan, make it more Titans eccentric. So following accounts like us and and like at A to Z Sports only makes your timeline better when it comes to Titans news and and content. 
And I find myself tweeting out more Titans content than anything else. Like I, I just, I'm, I'm obsessed with this team, which is probably why I, I host a podcast about them. I love the Titans. And so I'm constantly uh, just reacting, usually witty or sarcastically about news that breaks about them. Um, We're always so, on top of it. You know, there, there's oh. always constant banter. You, you need a, you need an active timeline. We provide that for you. And that's what you need to do this off season. All right. We talk, we talk all the time about how it's recruiting season, get more Titans on the Titans bandwagon, because now's the time to buy, buy in, buy in now before, you know, like, like Bitcoin before it gets where you can't even afford it anymore. Buy the dip, buy the dip. <laughs> and this was a dip because last year <laughs> they went to the AFC championship this year. They're we needed Jonathan Joseph know. to go out and recruit some more Titans fans so we can, you know, get Nissan. I that's packed what, and bumping whenever we're allowed to again. That's what Jr. needs to do. Sign John. Like, why do you save the one day contracts? Hire Jonathan Joseph for fan relations guy. Right. Why? Like, why are we only doing one day contracts for retirements? Sign Jonathan Joseph to a one day contract. Help him seal the deal for a big free agent, and then and then let him go the next day. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about Jonathan Joseph getting uh getting burnt on a Sunday afternoon by a rookie wide receiver in Minnesota. Uh, people don't forget. <laughs> PTSD, Jonathan. Jesus. People don't forget, John. John, Joe. Oh, uh, John Joe. All right. We got to get out of here. We, guys, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the best listeners in the podcast world. Uh, I, and I can't stress that enough. We love you all. And ja, Jack, do you got anything for the road? Nope. Sign up for the Mill Creek Fall Cornhole Classic. Yeah. Going to be putting some more stuff about that out on social media. So go ahead and do that. Let me smoke all of you losers in cornhole. Oh, just kidding. Snap. I, 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 so, I like you guys. You're not losers. Oh, but but you will smoke them. But you will be a loser if you play me in cornhole. Because I like be you winner. will. Yeah, technically you will be. Yeah, not that we're giving you that moniker. Uh, you will be giving that to yourself once you play Jack in uh, cornhole. All right, uh, <laughs> guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love you all. Uh, and I guess until next week. Tighten up. up. They're the Tennessee Titans. They're the Tennessee Titans.